I talked to Dan. He told me that this guy stole something from the dev team. Why do you have him on your team? Like, why is he there? Like, if you know for a fact that he stole, why is he there? And his response to me was basically, okay, if I know this guy can steal from me, but I can pay him to help me keep my stuff secure, why wouldn't I do that? Imagine me pulling Valid into a TeamSpeak and then trying to ex trying to explain to him like all the stuff that happened to AWOL. I basically was like telling you, you should not be playing this. You should be boycotting it basically. If I, I really thought that if I just laid out the facts as I knew them, that there was no way you're gonna disagree with me. And I was so surprised when your reaction to it was essentially to me, 2014 me, mind you, was was like was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm out of here. I just wanna play the game. I didn't mean for anyone to get upset about the whole situation, you know? And so why why lose who whom I consider a friend over something like that? You've been listening to my friend Valid, and this is the Emotive Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And when I call people friends in the intro, I don't really use that word lightly. A friend to me is somebody who I've connected with, and there's a level of trust there. But sometimes that trust is hard. That trust comes with a little bit of trials and tribulations. Sometimes you make mistakes. And in the past, I've definitely made mistakes, believe it or not. But when you have a chance at redemption, a chance to get to know somebody who uh, who you've really just not had a chance to do that. And in this instance, the one time where I did have a one-on-one -on -one interaction, it went poorly, well, this is this was my chance, you know. Uh, it's happened a long time ago, but I always had it in the back of my mind that one of these days I needed to get get with Valid and really squash the beef, clear the air, and just give him a good apology because I feel like he deserved that. He definitely didn't deserve what I what I put him through that <laughs> that day. Yeah, I mean, other than that you know valid we get to talking about his time streaming on twitch his ups and downs and his aspirations for the future we had a lot more in common than i expected and i was really glad to be able to talk to him in this format you know uh one-on-one -on -one podcasts are so there's just something about it there's something that you haven't it like it, it'll feel like this was the thing that was missing from your life you know, we don't get to have these one-on-one -on -one conversations a lot unless you <laughs> unless you have friends that you see in real life and you and you make the effort to just sit down with them and talk. I, I'm just glad to have the opportunity to do it. I want to thank everybody for listening. If you want to support the show, share it with your friends, rate us on iTunes and other platforms, and of course, subscribe. You can find all relevant links on our website, pod.co slash emotive. And now, here's my conversation with someone who I'm glad to call a friend, Valid Point. 
welcome to the podcast, Valid. It's nice to talk to you. It's been a long time. It has been, Dan. It's uh, thank you for having me. Um, of course, yeah. Well, um, Grant mentioned you on Twitter. I put out a little uh, a message trying to get some interest, see if people who would want to be on the show possibly, or people to mention others. And you were the one that he mentioned. So, yeah. and then you you were like, "Let's do it." What was the reason why you were interested? Was it just like you wanted to catch up? Definitely, I wanted to catch up. You and I haven't really, I mean, we've talked once in a while on uh, Steam here and there. Yeah, uh, I don't think that we've ever really gotten to know each other. We've played games a few times. I remember back, uh, we played like in Arm in the Arma 3 days, there were some times there. We definitely played, no wait, in Arma 2 actually. Yep. Arma 2, we're playing Epoch. I remember the video, there's a video which I might link just to show people that one. Oh god, oh. you're not talking about the <laughs> look look me in the ass. Oh yeah. my god, that's <laughs> that one. Yeah. Such an embarrassing video. <laughs> whenever whenever we play with Adam, which Adam fellow, another person who I've had on the show here, I do, I intentionally do things to either get Adam to laugh or to embarrass him. So you were just kind of collateral damage and and you were kind of like this meme in Adam's stream anyway, right? You were yeah. kind of like yeah. yeah, he's the it one probably, who uh, essentially came up with the whole blame valid thing to begin with. So like yeah. that was yeah, that was just the the ongoing meme with you. And it's actually was kind of like your profile image for for uh, for Twitch, too. But it you still kinda, is, actually. You, you just kind of leaned into that one. Hey, man, I mean, uh, <laughs> it's, you know, it, it was this whole thing. And it, as soon as like Adam started it a lot of other people sort of grabbed onto it and it just became a thing. And it was like, all right, I mean, why not? Why not just did you, run with it? Did you ever have that in school where, where somebody would kind of like make a joke about you and then you either, you either like laugh with them or you, or you like get embarrassed. Actually, when I was in school, my, I was the one who was who would make the nicknames for everyone else. Like oh. that, yeah, I mean, nobody, it, ever, nobody ever retaliated. I mean, of course, of, of course, yeah. they retaliated, but like none of them, none of those names ever stuck. You know, like they, they uh, had to come up with some better names. Exactly. It was it yeah. was more like I would make fun of them. Like we had this one guy, I can't remember his last name, but it sounded like Hot Lips, so I made the nickname <laughs> Hot Lips and. It stuck, and everyone on the team <laughs> called this kid Hot Lips for a it's long too, time. That's way too catchy. Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. But uh, no, oh, I mean, it, it actually, that sort of conversation reminds me about how Grant got his nickname. I came up with his nickname, and it stuck, and I can't tell you how many streamers used the nickname that I came up with for Grant. So. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what, what nickname were we talking about? Grandsta? Or are we no, talking no, about no, no. We're talking what, about Spoon. What is this? Spoon, oh, Spoon. Spoon. Yeah, what is that? I don't understand that one. You don't understand that one? You don't? Okay. No. I was streaming, and I was like right in the middle of a stream. Grant, at, at the time, got a little bit out of hand in chat. You know, like he likes to banner. He likes to go back and forth. And, you know, he got a little out of hand, and he was messing with somebody in my chat. And I was just like, you know what? Let's make fun of Grant a little bit. So I made up this little story and it goes something like this. Basically, Grant, when he was a young child, was a child actor. And he uh, was in this movie that was somewhat famous in America called The Matrix. And uh, <laughs> okay. 
Okay, in the, now I get it. Yeah. In the Matrix, oh, uh, there's I this. Yeah, okay. There's a scene yeah. in the Matrix where Neo goes to the <laughs> Oracle, and he's waiting to talk to the Oracle, and he meets this young, bald British kid who's also wearing monk's clothing. <laughs> uh, it's this whole scene where. He's like bending the spoon with his mind, and yeah. uh, Neo's like, "Oh, you know, like looking at him. How do how do I do this?" And da da da. And he hands him the spoon. He says, "Just remember, there is no spoon. It's not your mind that bends. <laughs> there is no spoon." And it's like, okay. Anyway, so I I turned. I basically told everybody that he was that child actor. <laughs> people actually believed it. I'm not kidding. Like people really believed it, and. Uh, it became a thing to where like I would just be lurking in another stream and Grant would come in and people would be like, Hey spoon, you know, I mean, it, it just, <laughs> it just kind of blew up. I can think of worse names. And I, and yeah, I don't, oh, like yeah. it, as soon as you said matrix and in, in spoon, like I already knew what you're talking about. I like, yeah, it. yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, so yeah, man, I, but, uh, how did you find yourself, within kind of the group of friends that that are around now you know like basically the adam fellow discord all those guys mm -hmm. where, where did it start the first person i actually met was calendar oh right okay i sort of got acclimated to the community once i started playing the arma 2 version of day z and i had no idea what twitch was at the time and i came across the link to one of Calendell's videos and I watched it and I was like, okay, what's this? You know, it looked like fun. I found Twitch and I started getting into Twitch. And uh, once I sort of got my foot in the door there, it just sort of took off. Like I, I mm -hmm. met person after person after person. You know right. What I mean? Did you, did you like kind of try to find a group to play with? Is that how you, how you end up getting to know people better? It was more along the lines of, I wanted to play by myself, but I wanted to also interact with people. Like, uh, okay. I didn't really team up a lot then. And mm -hmm. what I did was lurk a lot in different channels. Like, Calendar would link different channels. I'd look at different channels. And I started to interact with people. And uh, pretty much everybody that interacted with him were blacklisters. Or they were somewhat associated with blacklisters. And it just kind of kept going on from there. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know kind of a snowball effect, I guess. Like I met, sure. you know, I mean, Adam fellow of honest, I mean, it, the list goes on and on and on. Oh, you, I met him. Yeah. 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 So there was, there's different types of players that, you know, get into playing Daisy mod. There was like, you know, solo bandits, there's solo heroes. There was people who played in squads. There's, you know, all different types. And you were kind of just like a solo bandit. It sounds like. It would depend on the mod. Uh, if I was okay. playing Epoch, I would team up. If I was playing, mm -hmm. uh, I think it was called uh, Overwatch, I would not team up. Yeah, there's that in that in that in that mod. It's kind of tough. That one was just like heavily militarized. Lots of weapons everywhere. Vehicles. It's like a deathmatch, pretty much. Ex exactly. That's that's what it was, and that's what was fun about it. But Epoch, you kind of need your buddies. So that that's what it was designed for. You know. Yeah, like you, you could you could be a bandit, but you'd probably die a lot, <laughs> you know. Definitely. Uh, so what? Where did uh? Where did like the the urge to to like start streaming yourself? Like, where where did that inspiration come from? 
essentially i was sort of berated into it uh like okay. uh, i i started interacting in a whole bunch of people's streams and most of them were blacklisters at the time and i got modded pretty much everywhere i went and so people knew me from there and the question i would get all the time literally every day was do you stream why don't <laughs> you stream you should stream uh, and it was like i mean i i, I didn't really want too but then like eventually it was like wait why can't i do that like i mean i'm already playing the game why not just record it and see what happens and uh mm. I, I i got browbeaten until i finally said fine i'll just stream <laughs> well wh what were some things that you learned in those early days or were your first day did the first days of streaming was it like encouraging for you or or discouraging would you say i would say the first days of me streaming were very encouraging um I already had people in my stream on day one and mm -hmm. uh, they familiar faces, people from other. Yeah. Chat. Okay. Yeah. They saw that I was live and they're like, Hey, wow, you're streaming. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't really know what I'm <laughs> doing. And people would show up and my chat immediately had, you know, some kind of interaction going on. Yeah. I remember the first game I streamed was like an Assassin's Creed game. It wasn't. Oh, even, wow. It wasn't yeah. even DayZ. Wow. No, it wasn't even DayZ, but I had people in there. I'm sure you, I'm sure the people were curious to like hear your voice and like I don't know did you did you have like a webcam like what was your setup like back then was it just like wow. throw throw the game capture up and and go live when I first started it was throw the game capture up and go live yeah I waited probably two three months before I turned on the webcam mm -hmm. um yeah I was a little bit honestly shy about that at first like I was just it's not I know I'm a decent looking guy, but like, you know, <laughs> it's just, I, I didn't want to mess with it. Like I didn't want to I know I'm a decent it. looking guy. No, I'm just kidding. It's, uh, funny. No, it's good to have confidence, man. That's good. Um, but, but like, obviously the first couple of months, it must've been something to where you're like, okay, I want to kind of improve on this, uh, iterate on it, you know, so I can like keep doing this for a while. You know, some people will just kind of throw the stream up bare minimum. Like you wanted to put, some effort into it and kind of like grow because you could see you were starting to see some progress i'm assuming actually the reason i got the webcam eventually was because of honest one day we were playing and she started bitching about how i didn't have a webcam and nobody <laughs> knew what i looked like oh i love Avonis. Like, oh everybody loves Avonis. she's such a great gal but uh it was like she ripped on me for five minutes for not having a webcam. And then I pointed out to her that she didn't have a webcam. So <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I just decided that day, you know what? Screw it. Why not just put it up? Like, I, yeah, if you're going to yeah. make fun of me for the way I look, then I don't really care because I know oh. I'm not a bad looking guy. So I don't I don't see you as getting bothered that much by people's insults. You were like the guy who gave the insults, but it seems like you can you can take it as much as you can give it. I mean, I feel if you're going to do banter, you should be able to have a little bit of a thick skin, you know, okay. like, yeah, you, you got to be able to bounce off one another. Yeah. It's kind of why, kind of why Grant and I work so well together. There's, we just, you know, like every now and then one of us will go a little bit too far and mm. we'll get pissed off or whatever. But for the most part, like, I, I don't care if you insult me because I probably got a better one for you, you know? There you go. And honestly, man, like if it wasn't for kind of getting introduced to you through Adam, I don't know if you're the type of person that I would get a super nice um, first impression from. 
I get a little bit defensive and that's just a personality trait of mine. I get a little bit defensive. I don't have as thick of a skin. I like to think that I do. I pretend that I do, but I, I, I don't think that I like I would, it's something I have to keep developing. Like I'm a grown ass man. I shouldn't be like that. But yeah, I like if, if I was to meet you, boy, in, in person's way different. But, you know, online, you you do make assumptions about people. So, I mean, there is definitely a chance that like I would have uh, wrote you off as like a troll or like, oh, that guy is just a little fucking sarcastic piece of shit or something. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a good thing I did, that that we did meet the way that we did anyway. Yeah, why don't you uh, remind? Like, when did we like really first meet? Because oh, I know, sure, yeah. Um, that's a good question. I would say that it had to have been, uh, like when we actually spoke would ha- would have have to have been when we grouped up and played Epoch together. I would guess. Ah, yes, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, it, it would that that would have to be it. Unless there was some, I mean, it, my memory is just like, I was going through it today and trying to remember, like, I just remember the times when we kind of built bases together on, in Epoch on whatever Mel's house or something. And it we had a pretty good group. It was fun. It was fun. And there was a lot of banter that went back and forth for sure. Oh, that was uh, a really good time. Plus I got to accidentally kill creepy ambulance guy like uh <laughs> four times in about a week and he was really upset about it. Oh. I remember man. that. Oh man. It was totally accidental. Oh, Just saying. Shit. Oh wait a minute. Oh okay, yeah, I think I actually have some highlights from that. Yeah, dude. Oh no. Yeah, now I remember one on like an airfield. I just remember when you when you say sorry it doesn't always sound like you mean it. <laughs> I'm sorry. What do you mean? <laughs> it's just it's just that you don't take things as seriously as other people. So yeah. you're, not, you're not like matching the level of you like you're sorry isn't matching the level of like just like anger that they're feeling is it would only sort of sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is what it is, man. I mean, don't change. Um. Yeah, so we had we had some good times there, and I guess mm-hmm. there was a uh, there was a certain uh, time period where where Daisy Mod was kind of branching off into all these different paths, and there was um, you know different mods coming out, and you know Arma Three is on the horizon. Yeah, yeah. Like the end days of Arma Two, basically. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, the, the, there was like Daisy, there was like Daisy Battle Royale and stuff like that that came out and. A lot of people got interested in that. I don't remember if you were somebody who who like streamed that or got into that at that time. Uh, my streaming, let's call it a career in quote marks, uh, started <laughs> basically at the end of the Daisy to the okay. beginning of Arma Three BR. That's sort of where. Yeah. 2013, 2014, somewhere around there. Yeah, right around yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Adam started before. 2013 so he he did uh actually uh was he in 20 I, was he there in 2012 too he was uh okay. he and i uh i used to frequent his stream and he and i streamed together a couple of well i mm. i wasn't streaming at the time i just played with him on stream mm. like we did a couple of streams together in fact uh that's that you, you reminded me of a story really early on where adam adam basically was having some financial difficulties and stuff and I decided to get everyone I could from the community to sort of mess with him for an entire night, like while he was streaming. 
the idea was, you know, fundraiser, essentially. So I got Calendell and uh, Attack Impulse and CJ and like <laughs> everyone I could find. And we spent the entire night just totally screwing with him. Like he couldn't go anywhere without any of us showing up and going, you know, messing with him, not <laughs> killing him, just messing yeah. with him. Uh, and uh, he ended up getting uh, a couple hundred dollars a donation because he didn't, at the time, he didn't have enough money to pay his uh, internet bill. So he was going to oh. be down for a couple of weeks. So we got that taken care of. And it was it ended up being a really good night. Actually, nice. we had a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Adam killed me twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that's great, man. I, I Boy, I, I wish I would have been around. I don't know. I don't know if that was when that was. So many of these stories I, I need to be reminded of. Yeah. So Arma 3 comes around. This is like 2013, 2014. Yep. There was not really a whole lot of mods available at the beginning. You know, we'll get into a, a story kind of about Epoch and the mod that I was involved in. In, in a minute here, but I wanted to see like what you, you know, you have your stream that you started sometime around that kind of transition period. Yep. Because a lot of people were jumping ship. Like I, they wanted to see what Arma three had to offer. So what was that like for you? Like what, like the transition from Arma yeah, two to Arma three. Yeah, yeah. What did you, what did you play? What did you stream? Like what, what like caught your interest around that time? I liked the original, version of arma 3 just as a basic game to begin with but mm. what i was really looking forward to was the br version of it and mm. uh the other modded versions i was hoping that there would eventually be a real like daisy version of it okay but there never really ended up being one there was one that was what was the name of it zombies no no it has it had its own um Just like breaking point Breaking point. There you go. Yeah. And then that that was as close as it got. The like, thing about Arma 3 was that there was different is that the, the mod creators could not use assets from Arma 2. So everything that they made had to be, you know, they had to get creative and they had to create things on their own. They couldn't just port in stuff from Arma 2. Otherwise, there would have been like a legitimate like you know, there would have been just like all the Arma 2 content would have been ported over right away. And there would have been just they would have just had a like a hack together Daisy clone right away, which there kind of was, but it was not authorized. Right. No, <laughs> I'll talk about I, I that, get that, that Zombies thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it wasn't it wasn't uh, signed off on by Bohemia. That's for sure. But yeah, I, I would probably have to agree to an. Yeah, I would say that like as far as like full conversion mods for sure that that had to have been the closest to i mean but it's like there never really was anything there because, really well, wasn't yeah i mean i mean breaking me. point arma 3 just never felt like arma 2 so people expecting it to be what it was before it just wasn't going to happen even like arma 3 wasteland doesn't feel anything like arma 2 wasteland i was no. i was kind of i was kind of big into the into arma 2 wasteland and yeah it's just it's not the same it's two completely different things which is okay but just the older version felt superior <laughs> when it came to uh, wasteland it yeah. definitely did it felt superior when it came to wasteland it felt superior when it came to let's call it a daisy type mod like breaking point like it mm -hmm. just it just never got close to that level mm -hmm. on the other hand the BR version of Arma 3, in my opinion, was by far superior. Um, I mean, and it took a while to get there because 
it's a mod. So, you know, you're going to have nightmare code issues for a while. I mean, I remember a time where you couldn't drive a car unless you wanted to, you know, bug out across the entire map. And <laughs> I mean, it, it, that was kind of annoying, but that's sort of how mods are created in the first place. So, yeah. well, I know. mean, Arma 3 was an alpha to begin with, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there was there was a lot of growing pains when it when it came to that. But that was kind of like the direction that you were going with with your stream. You really got into playing um, BR at that time. Yeah. Arma 3 BR was really sort of um, you know, my my go to. I mean, uh, was it was it because there was a lack of other games to play or was that something that you just kind of latched on to? I mean, I kind of latched on to it because for one, it was a game that I was actually pretty decent at. Like it was a game that I could stream and interact with chat and win. You know, I mean, it was like this is kind of the perfect trifecta for me. Plus, pretty early into the Arma 3 BR scene, I got whitelisted for Spectator. Right. And I remember being in the BR TeamSpeak, and I'm sitting there with Halifax, and we're just chatting back and forth, and we're both excited because we got invited to be whitelisted as spectators. And so I made it sort of a thing where if I got a game started and I was in the game and streaming, I would spectate the rest of the game and comment on the rest of the game. And... I ended up really, really liking it. Like I ended up really enjoying just being able to talk about everyone's positioning, their gear, who I thought was going to pull this out, blah, 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 you know, being essentially a caster, but you know, there's nothing at stake. It's not like esports or anything like that. No. I just enjoyed talking about it and seeing it. And that's kind of what made it work for me. Cool, man. Yeah. That, that was something that I enjoyed too. Uh, I did an Arma 2 uh, that when it was, uh, you know, Daisy Battle Royale. I had uh, I had been one of the people who tested it very early on with uh, Player Unknown. Actually, I had hopped in on there was a play test going on with I don't want to I, I don't like doing the name drop thing unless Let's I know not do the name drop thing. Yeah. I'm not going to do the name drop. I'm just going to say it was a very popular YouTuber. OK, that not the most popular one, but a very popular one. Yep. And they, and they were getting they're going in there and they they do a lot of Arma content. They were doing a YouTube video and I really uh, <laughs> I got triggered. I should say really? because, because we were in there to test and this guy comes in with a bunch of people who must be like either fans or people that just kind of uh, play roles in his videos. And he was ordering everybody around on what they should do. Oh my and God. I just wanted to play and I just, I just left. I'm like, I'm here to test. And I was in that mode because I was helping with epoch mod and I was learning how to be a good tester and like report bugs and stuff like that. And I'm like, I, we need to play this like as intended and like we'll report bugs after we can have fun. That's fine. Yeah. But, but being ordered around, I was like, I am not down with this. Right. I know who you are. I, I didn't say, I, but, but I never like, I never said anything outwardly about it. I yeah. didn't, it was whatever. And that guy came uh, sniffing around Epoch too and made a video and kind of was doing the same thing with us, but it was a different deal because he was showcasing the mod and it was just us like 
spawning in items and showing him stuff. So I was like, hmm, this is this guy does this to everybody. It looks yeah, like. no, I'm pretty sure I know exactly who you're talking <laughs> about, actually. And it's fine. I, you know, he's he's probably not a bad guy. He just has his motives. He wants to get his content. Yeah. But in that situation, I was like, screw this. But whatever, that unnecessary side story aside, I did enjoy that. I, I enjoyed um, having the ability to... At that time, we pretty much were able to hop in like an empty server and make it like a viewer game. And that was pretty powerful to be able to basically have a server everyone can join in or well, really it was just like find an empty server. And then we had spectate powers on any of them, join the game, play until you die because I didn't win a lot. And then, and then I'd, I'd spectate and then we get like cool little highlights from viewers in the stream and everybody like I was really into that play, play with viewers thing back then. It was really cool. And, you know, Battle Royale was kind of like, it was kind of like this uh, automated way of doing it, which made it easier on everybody. Yeah. And the fact that they didn't have respawns was a real big deal. And yeah, the fact that if you were whitelisted, you pretty much, you could just sort of do whatever you wanted with it as mm. long as you were following the rules. But that... Sure was also a double-edged sword for me at least i don't know hmm. about if, if it was for you because what like, rules are you talking about well because like it meant that if i wasn't streaming i was like really nervous about even staying in a game after the fact like i didn't ever oh, want to be I accused see. of like yeah. ghosting or something exactly i never want oh, to be accused yeah. of that so anytime oh. like i died i would always get out of the game immediately huh. And, uh, yeah, I guess I never really that never really came to mind. I don't know if I played a lot when I wasn't streaming. But yeah, that's a good point. For me, my interest really kind of died for BR right there. And okay. uh, like early on or kind of midway through or what? After Arma 2. Oh, well, okay. and, and this is this is probably where I should get into one of the main reasons why I was motivated to talk to you was to mention this specific event. Yep. I know and, what you're talking about. Yeah. And 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 for it, so everybody knows, I discussed it with Valid um off stream, whether we could talk about it or not. I mean, it, it is what it is. This is an edited podcast. It's not like it it's it's such ancient history at this point that it's silly that it never was mentioned before between us. I think it I think it's just a consequence of I never got to know you and the one of the times, one of the only times we ever talked one on one was this story. And I really just kind of killed any chance of like ever getting to know you until now, probably <laughs> just because <laughs> so much time has passed. Okay. Um, I'm going to give some context for the story. And I want people to know that this is only for context and it's ancient history. And it's not meant to drag up any drama from back then. And I'm just going to generalize because it doesn't matter at this point. Like everything, everything doesn't matter, but people will maybe get to hear my side of it. Yeah, yeah. Which I was the one who initiated the contact. So in 2014, uh, Epoch Mod was set to be uh, released in alpha form. There was a lot of hype around it. There wasn't a lot of mods that were released in general, anything with any sort of significance. And everybody, everybody, everybody was super hype about Epoch because of the Daisy uh, Epoch, which is um, very popular, you know, and people were had these expectations of it being a sequel. 
a sequel to that. And there was a time period where I got partnered on Twitch because of the, <laughs> the whitelist keys, basically. Uh, you know, I had been testing with the team. I was basically like a play tester and I would do educational videos. I helped with the wiki, stuff like that. And it was cool to see the behind the scenes aspects of the mod. So basically right. that was my, that was my role. That was my relationship with the team. I'm still friends with everybody that's still working on the, the, the people from back then to now, I don't know everybody so closely now, but anyway, that's, that's my relationship with them. And at the time, you know, I was... I was doing multiple things. I was educating people about the new mod. I was giving away whitelist keys on the stream. And that boosted my viewership up a lot for like a couple of weeks. I got partnered. But there was there was a lot of drama going on behind the scenes for sure. Well, there was, there a, was a drama. There was a lot of hunger from people who wanted to play the game, stream it, uh, just get in on the action. And also like server owners were like hungry to like get get servers up for it because there's there's there was like a business involved with that like people wanted to get their servers up so they could monetize them and other people just other people just really wanted to have it for their communities too i think that's fair to say um no, there, there's definitely a demand at the time for a high for demand a high yeah. demand and the developers are just guys they're not really i mean they they were sponsored by server companies but you know, I don't know if I don't really know. I, I it's not really my place to say where they had referral links. They're making money off that. I know that AWOL is pretty much just making AWOL is the creator of Epoch Mod, pretty much just making money off of like banner ads on the on the website itself. Yeah, yeah. Which which would pay for pay for the crazy upkeep on the server. And they when they were at a time even hosting the the fi the files for the mod, which cost a lot in bandwidth too. Yeah, so it, yeah. it wasn't like this big cash cow or anything. That wasn't really the point of it. The point of having, we had these whitelisted servers really to control the flow of the, of the, of the mod to the players so we could get focused feedback and it wouldn't just be like spread like, like a virus all the way across all these other server providers where they have the ability to add extra little scripts and things to the mod to where yeah, yeah. it breaks. And then, you know, people come back and say, oh, you know, this isn't working and this isn't working. Okay, were you playing vanilla? And they're like, no, you know, like they, that's the thing that they didn't want to happen. Um, but it did. <laughs> it did happen. Um, there was a time where I don't even know. I, I'm, there was a guy. Let's just say there was a young guy who released this tool. Okay, I think that, we can we can say this guy's name if you want to i think we're talking about the same guy oh, i don't care i don't i don't, I don't want to say his name okay. i don't care i don't care i don't care <laughs> i don't care to say his name because i don't want i don't want to like right. draw I, I i don't want the person to get attention like well, right. i don't even i don't know if this person even goes by the same alias anymore on online anyway it probably um, doesn't probably doesn't um but they they released a tool on these like um hacker forums and that to the ability to to get server files from the epoch server files so they got kind of got like a old version of these server files and they were just released out there and a bunch of people got them and started putting up these servers and they were horrible you know and broken and it was just like the worst case scenario so then awol had to you know come out and 
and uh, in, in, in issue a statement. But actually, the, the story is like prior to that happening, this guy had gone to AWOL and started trying to extort him to for him to like release the server files or give them to this guy. And he refused. What do you mean by yeah. extort him? He came, he, he basically, he started, he started attacking the servers. He started attacking he, the, the, like, the whitelist servers. He, he, he like blackmail? No, he, he like sent people in to the Epoch testing servers. He like, he had a way to get into the servers. Like people join the server and start hacking, you know, killing everybody on the server, getting everybody kicked, servers crashing, all just like mayhem, basically. Okay. Now, my memory is a little bit foggy on that. I tried to look some of this information up. Basically, the servers were being attacked and or DDoS. I don't know if the DDoS thing was happening. Again, this is just for context. Basically, yeah. they, were, they were causing a lot of mayhem. They were trying to get AWOL to release the server files. He really didn't want to do that. You know, like they, yeah. offered up, they offered up one of the exploits that they were using. Okay. They, they offered that up and they, as like, Okay, this is where this is one of the exploits. Now give us the server files. And it was like, no, I don't want to do that. He wanted to stick to his vision. He wanted to have it be out when it's ready. Right. Now, in, right, in, right. In, in, in retrospect, I bet AWOL would have preferred to just keep the keep the alpha test. Like I haven't really asked him this, but I imagine he would have rather kept it really small. It ended up being like over five thousand people were like whitelisted to play on these servers. It was like it got it got way out of hand. It's kind of insane, actually. Yeah, <sighs> it's a lot for a mod. Yeah, for a mod. Yeah, it was crazy attention. And then so now these so he didn't he didn't relent to it. So then you know <laughs> there's a bunch of these shitty servers popped up. Yeah, yeah. And then and then I and then I find out. I find out, and I don't know the timeline on all this stuff, but I find out that that same guy that was doing that to AWOL, he was helping the Battle Royale mod with their, like, anti-cheat. There was, there was, a, I, couldn't yeah. find, I couldn't find the tweet. There was a tweet from way back when. So this guy, you know, is announced that, like, he's going to be doing the, the anti-cheat for them. And but I think he was doing it prior to that, prior he to was, all this drama happening. Yeah, so... Once I learned about that, I was like, that motherfucker. I can't believe this. <laughs> and the whole thing is like AWOL. I introduced AWOL to the creator of Battle Royale mod. I, I introduced those two. And now I, I don't get any credit for that. I just introduced him because he was having, I was like conversing with him and he was having issue at the very beginning in like 2013, whenever he started working on Battle Royale mod. Um, I don't know who yeah. else was helping him at that point. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I introduced those two, and and AWOL kind of helped him, and was actually credited in some of the some of that like the original mod. It yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. He, he 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 did. You know, he was he there got, and he was helping out. He was there and he was helping out. Yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. And so I got super butt hurt. I got super angry, and I was like, "Fuck Battle Royale," and "Fuck this guy." You know, basically, and it, and it was and, and the hacker, not the not player unknown. Right, 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 right. Um, right. No, I get it. I've actually only had good experiences with him personally, but I don't know him that well. Uh, anyway, so you know, I I was on a mission to tell everybody I knew that hey, you know, this situation happened, which is so convoluted. Imagine me explaining that whole story I just said with without like the context and like oh. Because it was happening at that time, so I didn't need to explain like the history of it. But 
Yeah. Imagine imagine me pulling valid into a like a team speak and then it, trying to ex, trying to explain to him like all this stuff that happened to AWOL and like you I basically was like telling you you should not be playing this. You should be boycotting it basically. Uh, yeah. I mean that, that is that pretty much how it went down to your to my recollection, I mean, I'll run through the whole thing from start to finish, but essentially, that's kind of how it went down. Yeah. Okay. Well, for one, I'm sorry that I did that. That was, I mean, it was. Let me just. I'll just. I'll just go through this, and I'll let you respond. I just want to give like the reasons why I'm sorry. <laughs> I think. I think it was out of line because, well, for one, like you don't. Ha you didn't even have. You're just playing the game. You enjoyed it. I didn't take into account the fact that you're not as invested in this stuff as I am. I was obviously very personally invested in in the modding community, in Epoch Mod in general. I wanted to be... I really thought that my influence on people was was bigger than what it was. And I thought that I could make a difference and like get, really get people to... And that was just so like don't I don't, don't know. say egotistical. I mean, you just you you had a, you knew that you had influence. It's okay to say that. Don't you know? Yeah. No. And 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 I just I think it was just wrong. And I think that I should have, if I really wanted to influence people, I should have put the facts out there in a way and and actually even given player unknown an opportunity to respond, which I never did. I never did. I never never mentioned it. The only time I ever really spoke about that i never spoke about it externally like i never tweeted about it i never really i've hinted about it on my stream but i never really felt after that interaction with you other than people i was super close with and talking to awol on the team it was never really brought up again so right how poorly our interaction went actually got me to stop <laughs> i was like this yeah. was a bad idea well, I was like, this is a bad idea. And by the way, none of the guys in Epoch told me to do that. I did it because I thought I was protecting my friend. And I felt like he was really wronged. And I don't know if you really even, like, he was going through a lot of stuff. I mean, he was working, like, a full-time job on top of creating this mod for, like, who knows? Like, I don't even know how he lived. Like, I think he was just barely sleeping. <laughs> it's crazy. Jeez. I mean, him and you know, and Sequisha was involved um, during that time too. I mean, they were, they were making, they were making wow. a serious push to, you know, participate in the make armor, not war contest when that was announced. So this was, yeah. this was, this was after the whole drama thing that the okay. next year, the next I year. Right? I forgot Sequisha like did that. I remember he made the shark for Epoch. Oh yeah. I mean, he, he made, he made so many of the assets going back to Arma too, you know, like really, really the time when, when the mod really hit its stride was when Sequisha came onto the team in, you know, whatever it was, like 2012, late. Everything was all condensed in that time period. He just cranked out so many assets when the base building and stuff was was really the thing. So uh, he, he's such a great uh, content creator and a great guy on top of that. I think yeah. his stream is very enjoyable. I've always had good interactions with Sequisha. Like he's just, yeah. I mean, top tier, man. Like you, you yeah. can't ask for a better guy. I mean, geez. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, but let's get back to, 
you know our our beef like can can we can we can, uh, yeah can, can, okay can we just like I'll, I'll i just want i want to just like stop talking and just let you give me like how you felt and whatever else you want to say all right yeah no we can clear the air on that so here's the thing i didn't know i don't know if you realized this at the time but the hacker as we'll call him at the time released a new mod of uh arma 3 and it was like kind of a weird version of battle royale in that it was a very small located sort of ghost hotel yeah ghost hotel exactly so it was this tiny version of the game and it was buggies all hell and it was sort of annoying to be honest with you like i could play it for maybe like two hours and then i would just be like you know what screw this like i just don't want to play it anymore and today i was i was like whitelisted for pretty much every version of daisy that existed i can go in any server and i'm you know i can do the spectate thing and all that player known and i at the time were talking pretty frequently and like he and the dev team targeted me to test it so that's what i was doing i was testing it i would spend time on a separate account just watching the game i would spend time on my main account streaming the game and i was just seeing what was wrong what was okay what i would change and like providing feedback you know just your basic tester that happened for about I don't know, about two weeks or so. And then the whole thing with uh, the hacker finally came to light. And it wasn't just you, Dan. I want you to know that, too. And and at the oh, time, really? no, it wasn't just you. At the time, I wasn't mad at anybody. OK, I had no dog in the hunt whatsoever. All I was doing was trying out a game. That's all I was doing and like trying to provide feedback. I had no involvement with anything beyond that at all. And there were more than one people who were upset with me because I was involved in that. But And that's because I know the Epoch team. I mean, they know me. We've been playing together for God knows how long. I'm whitelisted over there too. So, you know, I mean, it's if you're in the basic Armor 3 community or Armor 2 community, you pretty much all know each other. Anyway, so this all goes down. And I talked to player unknown about it. And I'm like, hey, player, I talked to my friend and, you know, I didn't mention your name, but I was just like, you know, in my head, I'm like, I talked to Dan. He told me that this guy stole something from the dev team. Why do you have him on your team? Like, why is he there? Like, if you know for a fact that he stole, why is he there? And his response to me was basically, okay, if I know this guy can steal from me, but I can pay him to help me keep my stuff secure. Why wouldn't I do that? And mm. while I have like a questionable moral opinion about all that, I can sort of understand where he's coming from. All right. It's kind of like, you ever seen that movie? Catch me if you can. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy steals and steals and steals and steals, but he knows how to steal. So therefore if we get him to turn around, he can figure out how to stop stealing. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the basic bottom line of what he was trying to say to me. And again, I was in the fence. The only thing I was doing at the time was playing the game. And you and I had that conversation and I could tell you were upset with me. And I, well, because, because I didn't really commit one way or the other. I was just sort of like, you were I mean, caught in the middle, bro. Right. Exactly. I mean, I just, I just, just like, um, I didn't 
I don't know what to, what do I do with my hands? You know, like, <laughs> well, uh, let me, t- let, let me tell you something that I remember and you can dispute it or you can, you can say like what you think about this. When I, when I said that you shouldn't like, you basically were telling me that you, you didn't want to stop playing uh, battle Royale. And this isn't all that you said, by the way, this is just the thing that stuck out. It's like, you said that you didn't want to stop playing because well that's 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 all i play on my stream this is what my viewers come to watch and i by the way now now thinking back on it i took it way the wrong way that when you said it when you said it i thought it i thought you were saying like i don't care and whatever you just said i didn't even listen is what i thought at the time but now you know, I obviously have a different perspective on it now. I've been like holding this grudge. <laughs> I, I don't even uh, yeah. understand why it's a grudge, to be honest. But it's, it was never. It wasn't really. Uh, it, it just faded away over time, and I just never really thought about it. Occasionally, it would come back and like, holy shit, I should probably like say something to him about this. But it just, it would just like nobody really cared after a certain amount of time. But yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, what do you think about that? Was there any? Uh, any part of that that you remember you mean like the aftermath well just just like the fact that 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 was like the one game that you played on your stream and and really like that was kind of this reason like you just well, wanted to you want to just play the damn game you didn't really want the drama is that true well or is the it, thing is, that is there? the thing is with especially with army 3 br is like you that wasn't the only tiny piece of drama that i got dragged into and it and it <laughs> I mean, it happened over and over and over again, and it was just like, okay, uh, you guys understand. I'm just trying to play this game. Like, I'm not a developer. <laughs> I don't write code. Like, just 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 because you're playing it doesn't mean that you're like you are the developer, and you exactly, and, and, you, and, and you take on the baggage that comes along with it. Well, there was a point at which I was asked to become an admin, but I politely declined because I <laughs> oh, saw it as boy. a well, I saw it as a conflict of interest. Like I, I, I didn't want to be an admin and stream the game at the same time. Didn't because because when you're stre- is this true? Like when you're streaming it, and let's say let's say you have like other friends who are also streamers, and then you could like act on their behalf or something like that. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. It was that part of it. That was definitely part of it. Like um, I would always tell people like if I saw something fishy. No problem. I'll talk to the devs. I'll report it. I'll show them the VOD. Like, trust me, if I find someone's like messing around, they're going to get banned. It's that simple. But like, do I want the responsibility of people knowing that I'm a, an admin in every game that I play? No, I really don't want that. Like, I just, you know, it, why? I mean, I'm trying to play. I'm not trying to police the entire server and people already know when they're doing dumb stuff in the first place so like why it just didn't make any sense to me but oh yeah yeah anyways i I apologize too by the way for that whole thing i should have tried to be like i should have tried to be more vocal with you and explain to you what was going on because like Hmm. i i didn't uh i didn't mean for anyone to get upset about the whole situation and um the fact was the mod was freaking terrible. Like there was like, I think everyone played it for like two weeks and that was it, you know? And so <laughs> why, 
why lose mm. who whom I consider a friend over something like that? Like oh. it just, I well, mean, and and uh, to be fair, like I don't think that I was being very diplomatic about the situation. I was like giving you an ultimatum. Essentially, there was no other option. You know, I thought that if I, I really thought that if I just laid out the facts as I knew them, that there was no way you're going to disagree with me. And I was so surprised when your reaction to it was essentially to me, 2014 me, <laughs> mind you, was, was like, was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm out of here. I just want to play the game, you know? Is I mean, what I thought. Is that so stupid? Maybe I maybe I came off a little bit strong. Like I do have I a didn't know you, man. I didn't yeah. know you. We played games together and we joked around, and then all of a yeah. sudden, the one time when we have a one-on-one -on -one conversation, it's me trying to be your dad or something, you know? Uh, like, uh, <laughs> I already got one of those, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, not like that. I just meant you know, I was like trying to like scold you for playing, you know what I mean? Like I was trying to freaking I was basically trying to, uh, I don't even know what the word is for it. I was just trying to like browbeat you as the word used earlier uh, into, yeah. <laughs> into doing what I wanted you to do. So it's just like, uh, essentially I, I, what you wanted me to do was stop playing the game. That's yeah, what you wanted yeah. me to do. Yeah. I wanted you to boycott it. Yeah. And, and, and I've, I've kept this, I've kept this inside for so long <laughs> and you know, I really like, I'd never really let myself, I never knew how the conversation would go. And it, and and really what what um deflated my 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 tension about all of this was AWOL and how he handled the situation. You know, I really did kind of let him take the lead on it eventually and like uh it, at least for for my own like me taking a cue of like what I should do because I was never a person of any sort of standing when it came to representing them other than just really educating people on the mod and like getting the word out and stuff like that. Cause I really believed in what he was doing still do. He's a brilliant guy. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I realized how silly it was. I think I even, I told like Sequisha and him what I was doing and they're like, well, no, <laughs> they're literally like, no, <laughs> like that's not a good, that's not a good way to go. Like it's yeah. Like the, he made, he made a statement on the forums and he left it at that and people would bring it up from time to time. And he would, he tried to be as civil as he could be, you know, but he had so much on his plate. He definitely didn't need to invite any more drama and like, oh, the the Epoch team is is boycotting, uh, <laughs> is getting people to boycott Battle Royale. That's a bad look. <laughs> like what? That That is kind of a bad look. Like when you really you think, think about, about it that it, way. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I mean, in yeah. reality, like AWOL is the type of guy and I became the type of guy that just rooted for all developers, as long as there wasn't any, I still, I still maintain that whole situation with the hacker and the, the, um, the leaking of the server files. That was super scummy. I that mean, was nobody deserves that. But when it comes to, when it comes to, when it comes to people's success in mods or games, as long as there isn't, as long as nobody's getting hurt and, like you gotta like root for them, and I had to learn that over time. I had to learn to to not be so territorial or you know be so tribal about like this versus that. I never really was tribal when it came to things, but I was so protective of those guys too. 
I think that's just my nature, though. Like, when I make friends with people, I'm fucking, like, so protective, you know? Like, don't fuck with my friends, basically. Yeah, you're there for them. That's what friends are for. I I've, totally understand. I've definitely um, softened in more ways than one over time, but, you know, like, yeah, don't fuck with my friends, basically. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I well, get it. I'm glad, I, yeah, I'm glad that we're able to kind of talk about this in detail, aren't you? Like, it's it's not like a big relief because it's been so long, but it's just, it's just like interesting to go back to that five years no, ago. I mean, it was a stupid fight, and we both obviously made mistakes. And the fact is that you and I really had nothing to do with it, other than we were there <laughs> at the time. Like, so yeah. it's like it was, know. it was so it was so it felt like it was so real. You know, yeah. I felt like I felt like it was like life and death. Not really, but. Um, um, I mean, it was it was important to both of us. I mean, yeah. for other reasons, but you know, at the same time, it's like it's good that we can just talk about it now and kind of mm. clear the air. We, to be honest, we should have done this years ago. Yeah, um, I know. But, I know. And, and and actually, um, it tells me uh, what type of person you are that you went from that conversation and you went and you talked to, um player unknown about it i didn't know anything about that till now yeah um, well but, but i mean I, that yeah I, I just wanted to hear what he had to say about it you know mm -hmm. i wanted to make sure that what you were telling me was true first of all second of all i wanted to get his his yeah. perspective on it because honestly it's his mod so he can kind of do whatever the hell he wants with it but i like i said before i don't agree with what he did at all uh, but mm. I agree with like his mentality for mm. doing what he did. And yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah I mean that, that's those those were his his decisions to make. He always had this. Um, he always had like a vision for like how he wanted these these mods to be perceived. He he wanted to be this thing. Like really early early on, I think he realized how powerful content creation was and and increasingly is. Right, we're yeah. talking about like back in Arma two. Um, you know, prior to Battle Royale coming out, you got to give props to Survivor Games being the first. Oh, yeah. The first, like, big scale, last man standing event. Okay. Survivor now, Games I, was huge back then. Yeah. So th the biggest viewership on Twitch to date at that time proved that that, that type of gameplay could draw big numbers, you know? Um, Battle Royale was just, and, and is just this automated game mode that just like you know it has there's a lot of tension that builds and there's only one one person that wins at the end you know i mean yeah. it's been it's been done to death all over 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 the course of time but he's been really player known has been really smart about engaging with streamers and content creators to to make it their own and make it a thing that really drove a lot of people to success absolutely um, and for you it was it gave you something to latch on to when what else would you have been playing would you still have been streaming had it been not for for battle royale um i probably would not have been streaming nearly as much nearly as often battle royale definitely sort of solidified the idea of doing a consistent stream um mm -hmm. I happened to get a lot of help along the way too that mm. pushed me towards the that particular game. I mean, I, I probably would have streamed other games too. I, I did. I streamed uh, Dota 2 every now and then. I'd stream a horror game or 
you know, some kind of uh, turn-based game. Was there anything that was ever going to replace Arma 3 Battle Royale? Probably not. I mean, that, that's mm. where I built my whole it's core, you know. Audience. Yeah, and, audience, yeah. fan base, whatever you want to call it. Friendships. I mean, I've, I've made so many friends off Twitch. Like, yeah, it's absolutely insane. Arma 3, it, it kind of made my stream what it was. So, yeah. I mean, it's really hard to, to replace something like that because... You don't, I bet at the time you weren't even thinking you didn't have like the forethought of well, what happens when this goes away. No, I honestly didn't. I, I was sort of dreading it, to be honest. Mm. Like when the game started to sort of die, I was thinking to myself like, okay, what the heck do I stream? I tried a couple of other games. You know, I, I don't, when I stream, I don't really pay attention to the metrics that are going on as I'm streaming. I look at it after the fact. Because I don't want it to affect, you know, my interaction with chat. Um, hmm. What I really pay attention to is my interaction with chat. But when I look at my metrics after the fact, I'm like, okay, that game is not good. Or this day is not good. Like back when I was going uh, five, six days a week, I would always look at Tuesdays like metrics and be like, why the hell am I streaming on Tuesdays? Nobody's online on Tuesdays. And mm. like, it was just no more Tuesday streams. That's my day off, you know? What Was there a point where you thought, okay, maybe I can make a push uh, for partnership, which was a thing back then, or was like, what was the end goal for you? Like at the high point? When I started, I made it a point to not monetize my stream in any way, shape, or form. I didn't allow any donations. I didn't allow any sort of compensation from anyone. I did that. I streamed that way for basically a year. I don't know if that had any effect on the end result. It definitely changed the way people interacted with me in that I had a lot of people asking me, why do you not allow donations you know right. why, why so, can't i donate why can't i donate and it was just like it, it it wasn't something at the time that was at all important to me what was important to me was having fun and hopefully putting on a decent show you know essentially you know sort of making new friends and uh putting myself out there after about a year and after enough Again, let's use the phrase browbeating. I, uh, I we'll call it encouragement. Encouragement. Yeah, you because this is, this is something like people, I feel like people wanted to, you know, they've been loyal um, followers, you know, followers. That even sounds bad, doesn't it? Like followers can be taken many ways. On Twitch, a follower is someone who clicks a little button and they pretty much will, you know, check you out when you're live. And, and they're, they're just like fans. Your fans wanted another way to you know support you and yeah. to that point you didn't want to monetize the stream because there was some sort of integrity there that you didn't want breached or something like what like what it was more about the at the time i didn't feel like the quality of the stream was worth any sort of compensation oh, okay. like i was trying to work towards a place where like i would be comfortable accepting money for doing something that i was already enjoying did you and, ever model yourself after anybody else or was that just like something like i guess i guess you're when you first started on twitch it was because people 
just really wanted that people it happened a lot back then by the way people were just like they wanted to check out all these different people's like everyone was encouraging everyone to stream back then and some chats were more vocal about it than others so i wouldn't say that i modeled it after anyone um mm. i mean i i definitely had influences like uh, a lot of the blacklisters for example um and then i watched a bunch of the the big name streamers and eventually i got the opportunity to to play with a bunch of them but no i mean it was just like my comfort level i okay. wanted to be able to not make it at all about money and just mm. play you know did, and just did have you, fun did, did you were, were you like trying to put yourself in that position where you're thinking like boy if somebody did donate that would make me uncomfortable kind of yeah mm, and okay. uh but okay. you know i I did it for a year and enough people kind of asked me and asked me and asked me. And finally, one day I was just like, you know what? Let's just do it. Even putting the donate button up there was a process for you. Oh, yeah. No, it, <laughs> it took me an entire day to like decide to do it. And then I had a friend of mine uh, make the donate button that's still on my tab still today. There, yeah, today. it's still there. Okay. Uh, I had him put it up or give me, you know, the, the copy of it so I could put it up. Mm. I remember very clearly I launched that stream and, uh, it happened to be like a night where I was kind of running hot. Like I had a lot of people and I, I told the Chad what I said was, Hey, there's something new about the stream today. Just so <laughs> you know, you're going to have to figure it out, but there's something new about the stream. And within about literally 30 seconds, Arky found yep. it and uh he threw a hundred dollars at me no and, way. Uh, yeah within literally 30 seconds he threw a hundred dollars at me and then uh, i think grant found it and threw like 50 at me and like uh, it was just how did that feel it felt and honestly like it felt good but also at the same time slightly uncomfortable like mm. uh but i mean to be honest, at that point, I'd worked pretty hard to get there. So, you know, I mean, you felt you, you did, did. Did you feel like you deserved it? But you were just like, wait a minute. I didn't expect this much. That was kind of that's exactly right. Like, I mean, I, I'd worked a certain amount and I, you know, put a lot of effort into it. But the response that I got the first day by the end of the day, I mean, I, I, I got literally over a thousand dollars and it was like, okay, Whoa, like, dude. yeah, I mean, I did not expect that at all. Uh, but that sort of response from that point on made it a lot easier, you know, because it sort of told me that people were digging what I'm doing and they're enjoying what they're seeing. So why should I be uncomfortable about it? I mean, yeah, yeah, sure, man. Yeah, people people did a great job of letting you know it's okay to allow people to show their support. You know, it's okay. Yeah, they're, I mean, I mean, and they're they're showing their support just by being there. You know, this is just another way for them to. Because you think about it, we didn't know this at the time, but Twitch and YouTube and other streaming formats started to replace people's normal viewing habits. People used to watch just like TV. And then it was Netflix, but Twitch kind of kind of nudged in there. Yeah, sort of took over. Elbowed their way in there, and people with those interests, video games, other things now on Twitch, 
it started replacing people's viewing habits. So people are like, I don't know, like, how can I show, like, I appreciate that I have this basically free content. I want to show love to the creator. And you were that person for these guys and gals who were watching your stream. So yeah, it's just a natural thing, but you didn't, you didn't know, you probably thought, well, you kind of had this kind of chip on your shoulder. Like, I don't deserve it. I'm not sure like when, it's like nobody's going to tell you when to do things. You kind of have to take that on yourself and like people will give you your encourage the encouragement to do it, but you had to make that decision for yourself. And then eventually when you did, it was just I guess just, I'm sure super encouraging like and just like, like a kind of a weight off your chest a little bit like damn, this is this was the right thing to do. I'm sure it felt great. Yeah, no it it absolutely floored me that that first night especially floored me and then like the follow-up to it was a kind of impressive and um afterwards uh like literally right when i did that i think the next like week i got a couple of really big bombs from some bigger streamers and my viewership totals went way up and at that point as you mentioned earlier, like, did I start to think about, hey, maybe I can make this my actual job? Yeah, of course I did. I mean, uh, who doesn't want to play video games for a living? Um, exactly. Yeah. I had the numbers to get partnership, but I got denied twice. And it was like, okay, I don't, mm. I mean, it was because I was relatively new. Mm. I mean, I kind of, I went from zero to a hundred real fast, you know, and yeah. Um, so did you ever get feedback on specifically why did, did you ever talk to any admins say hey you know i did actually and it was because my concurrent viewer count overall from start to finish sure. was too low because it spiked in the overall yeah. yeah yeah if you look at like the social blade it's like a it's a hill and then a plateau and then you know like the stuff below the hill is like wait a minute <laughs> yeah no exactly yeah. like because i had and I, I was experimenting at the time, you know, like I wouldn't always play Armor 3. Like I said before, I would play Dota 2 or I would play some kind of horror game. And so then the only people that would be there still would be the, you know, your core audience that you started yeah, out with. Exactly. Um, so I wouldn't get the base audience for Arma 3, which kind of boosted my numbers like crazy. Mm. I mean, at the time I got bombs from people like silent century i don't know if you know who that is yeah, of course yeah uh, i had got bombs from miss vixen i got bombs from shorty guy i got bombs from bragoon i got i mean it was just like this a who's who of a who's who of the creators from that time for sure yeah i know exactly like there was a lot of like really talented people that were paying attention to what i was doing and trying to help me and uh totally grateful for that like silent century also known his name's ethan if you didn't know he's like just such a good guy like oh miss vixen bragoon they're just they're they're all good people and the thing that i always tried to focus on when that sort of thing would happen would be to just sort of keep the conversation flowing and i, I always felt if i kept the conversation flowing i would be able to keep them and uh, you know sometimes you get a bomb it's 200 people suddenly turn around and there's only 20. But right. if you can engage them, 
they'll stay. You know, there's a reason that that streamer brought you to them in the first place or them to you. If you can just keep your flow going and mm. and talk, you might be able to keep them. Anyway, it, so I tried two times to get partnered. Yeah, it didn't happen. I got shut down both times. And at that point, I was like, eh, well, I'll stop. I mean, I, I know I can make money doing it. I'm going to stop trying to get partnered. I, I kept streaming. It was just like, maybe I'll just let my numbers kind of grow and then I'll try again. Did you ever have like push for partner? Were you ever doing any of that? Is that how it kind of encouraged people to to show that support or, or, or what was it like? No, it was more like people would just say like, why can't I subscribe? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay. And then after I got a certain, you. I got you. Yeah. Certain you, would, you, time, would, you, you would just built up a rapport with these other streamers or sometimes it happens randomly that back then people would, would like do it with a call, like a raid. Like now it's automated where people can just raid a channel. But back then it was literally like spam the link in the chat and people actually have to engage with it, click on it and go. Exactly. There. Like, like did, yeah. how, how many of them, obviously you knew a few of those streamers, but did you know, like, like all the people that were coming by, like, did you know, were you friendly with all of them? No, not at all. Actually. No, okay. uh, just uh, happenstance sometimes. Well, I'll, I'll tell you a story. Um, I was streaming one night and uh, everything was fine. And I end up in this one V one game versus silent century. It's one of my okay. highlights. Um, I, I figured out where he was and we have this like fight. There's a little gunfight. We didn't, n neither of us kill each other. And I ended up killing him with a grenade. Um, like uh, I saw him like moving off to the right. I predicted where he was going to be through the grenade. It was a sick play, like just not not easy uh, to do an armor three, by the way, not, not easy to do, not easy not at, at all. all. Easy. No. Yeah, I, I, it's actually one of my favorite highlights just because of how hard it is. But uh, anyway, so I killed him and my chat like blows up and they're like, you just killed Silent Sentry. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, who the hell is Silent Sentry? I had no idea who he was. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So uh, he was just finishing up. And uh, his chat told him that I was streaming. And, uh, you know, one of my things when I finish a game, especially if I win, I always go, GG. You know, that's just, that's the polite thing to say. You don't, like, rub it in their face or anything. Good game. You yeah. know, move on. Shake hands. Let's go. So I said GG, and he decided to bomb me after that. And that brought in about, I don't know, I want to say about 500 people into my stream. And it's like, wow, okay. So what do you do when now suddenly you've got 500 people in your stream? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't really prepare yourself for it, especially uh, not. I don't time. think you can. Like no, no. Anyways, yeah, but a lot of that sort of stuff happened just naturally. I mean, I didn't plan it. There's no way you can. You know, on the other side of that plateau, there were times, and I I would do bombs for other streamers. Um, obviously, you know, you want to. Move it on Spread down the, the line. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just make that connection. I would usually go for a blacklister, but if I couldn't find a blacklister, I would usually choose like um, someone uh, playing the same game that was uh, hopefully, you know, just North American. I wanted to keep it North American. No you know, reason other than just English speaking audience. Yeah, English exactly. English speaking stream so that you can interact. Yeah, it's a big right. deal. You know, and anyway, so. I picked this one random kid out and uh, I bomb him and uh, I bring, I don't know, probably about 40 or 50 people in 
And his reaction was basically, oh, you think you're so cool. You can bomb me with 50 people. Uh, screw you. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I mean, my chat went nuts, too. They were just oh, like, man. what the hell's wrong with this kid? And I'm like, you know what, guys? Just don't go there. Let's just leave. It's not a big deal. Let's not make a big deal out of this. Let's mm, just leave. That's I just a dangerous situation. Well, I just couldn't believe that he did it. It was like, dude, yeah. like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, Twitch's TOS on raids back then was a little gray area because you're te you were technically like responsible for people in your chat. So if, if you were to go, I think there were some instances where people would go and raid and send people into someone's chat and they would be like spamming crazy stuff, you know? And then, you know, the person's like, wait a minute, where did this come from? And yeah, there was, there's been some drama about that back in the day. Yeah. Since then, not really. But yeah, I mean, in that situation, it could have, if you would have been like reported. Well, yeah, it could have been, it could have been a situation where you incited a little bit of a, you could have just <laughs> basically just been, uh, you could have like trolled the guy to death or something, you know? Like, yeah. 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 Like, if I was like purposefully trying to screw with his channel, yeah, but all I was trying to do was, no, I was trying you to, were move trying on to like, help him out, but well, you know, that's he was, what pissed me off. It was like, dude, uh, like it, yeah. that was the only time that ever happened too. Fair man. enough. That's a pretty rare situation. I, I couldn't believe it, man. Yeah. I was like, dude like you have three people in here i just brought you 50 and you're gonna bitch at me like are you serious no no that yeah. you just some people just can't be helped that's yeah, too bad that really too is bad. too bad were you like pretty discouraged um after the whole kind of push for partnership was kind of a letdown and like like what was the time period after that well, this is, are, are we talking about kind of um, the middle to end of Arma 3 Battle Royale at this point, or is this still? Push for Partnership was probably around the middle, um, but it, it wasn't that far off. Arma 3 BR didn't last for very long, to be honest, but mm. yeah, go on. So there had to have been a transition between that and I'm assuming you played, you know, PUBG when that was... That was ready, but that wasn't that wasn't for a couple of years, wasn't that like 2016 or something? Yeah, yeah. What was that time period like? And and when when if ever was your like motivation to stream diminished between that time, or were you still kind of in it for the community aspect of it and just enjoying yourself? Arma three was kind of on the decline. Like it would take me. 20 to 30 minutes to fill a full stream or full game, despite the fact that I was streaming. And mm -hmm. uh, that was really discouraging. The reason I kind of stopped pursuing it was more personal. Um, a few things happened to me in my life, sort of in a very quick period. Um, I ended a relationship. I decided to move from Arizona to California. And I did have plans to pick it back up once I got out here, and I did try to. And I tried to play a couple of different games. I tried Counter-Strike. I was okay. It was not, like, great. I tried Dota 2, but the thing about Dota 2 is it's super complicated. So, like, the average viewer is it's, not going to know what the hell's going on. It's pure gameplay. Yeah. And there's, and there's little context and little room for interaction when you have to focus exactly like i can't 
explain to people what's going on in the game while i'm playing the game unless they're like freaking let's say like like artosis you've seen artosis play yeah starcraft 2 yeah people like that are like nothing when he plays counter-strike he can like give you a play-by-play of what he's gonna do and what's happening and that's almost like annoying to some viewers too but it's pretty impressive <laughs> that they can do that, you know? They can just, like, stream, stream of consciousness, just, like, spit out all the things that are going to happen and what they're doing as they're happening. Well, but, it's because they have it, like, naturally just sort of in their head. They already know, you know, yeah. what they're, they're going to do, so they don't have to really focus on it. They can focus oh, on absolutely. speaking, and it's, you know... I, <laughs> it's different. It's a different type of skill, yeah. And that's not the norm, by the way, for those types of games. No, God those, damn those, it. Those are, those are just two major outliers I could think of, people who who take these games of, of, like, pure, like, focus and skill and, like, turn it into, like, this narrated live experience, which is odd. <laughs> it's just odd, but kind of cool at the same time. Well, for me, it's impossible because people were talking to me, like, I, I was streaming Dota, too, and they're like, I was playing one of the more simple heroes, and they're like, explain what's going on, Valid, and I'm like, I mean, I can tell you a little bit, but I kind of got to focus on playing the game because otherwise we're going to lose <laughs> and everyone's going to get pissed at me. So, you know. Right. Your chat wasn't necessarily used to that type of, yeah, they're not used to that type of game. So you, uh, you they need to either be interested in the game or, and that's, was that a lesson? That, that must have been a lesson that you learned. We learned it earlier when you were kind of switching off from Arma 3 and you saw it, listen, it happens to everybody. You, there's a game that you're known for, and then there's the rest of it. And the right. rest of it, what you don't realize as a streamer is that each one of those commu- each one of those games has their own community that want to watch it. So if you stick to it long enough, you might increase your viewership from other, you know, from other avenues. People that are looking for that type of thing. However, your core audience might also get upset that you're not playing the damn game that they came to watch. You know. Yeah. Now yeah. you'd like to, you'd like to think that everybody is altruistic and they only are there for you. However, as time goes on on Twitch, there's more and more choice, more and more places they can go. It's not that they're not they don't still like you, but you have to realize that like they have their own interests too, and they're not gonna like just switch switch up genres forever. Like they, they yeah they're not they're not gonna. And and the weird thing about games that like that, like Dota Two, like to a certain extent, like World of Warcraft, and in like uh, I don't know, like Arc Age, all these other uh, MMOs, maybe the lesser known MMOs do a lot like are a lot less successful for viewership because it's just people just, just aren't as invested in it. So it's like I don't want to as a viewer, like I don't want to have the effort of like trying to learn what the hell I'm even watching. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Either it's no. engaging or it isn't, and it's it's a weird formula. It could be like a great, like amazing looking action game, like Overwatch, and well, at least at the time when it came out. But for whatever yeah, reason, like great, that, great game, viewership numbers uh, depends yeah. on depends on if you're a pro or not. You know, right? So if right. you became a Dota two pro, maybe you could like you know draw oh, a bunch know of how viewers. Much time it takes to become a Dota two <laughs> exactly, pro, exactly, like, man. Oh my it's God. The opportunity cost of like becoming a pro like esports person like if if you're not the if you're not like just you don't have those natural gifts to yeah it's just like good luck good fucking right. luck yeah actually anyway, dan there was a question i wanted to ask you yes please okay tell me about your experience with apb oh my experience with apb apb was the first game that i ever streamed 
And yeah. this is back in 2010. 2010, 2000, yeah, 2010, I streamed on Justin TV. Okay. Um, Tell me about that. Well, uh, I didn't really, the only reason why I put my stream up back then, and I was under the moniker um, Marine King Prime, which is a total ripoff of a StarCraft II player, because I was really into watching StarCraft II, uh, but that was my character name. Actually, it was MK Prime was my Justin TV slash Twitch TV name. You know, that upsets me because we were on different servers, but go on. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that the experience of of like creating content on Justin TV was like non-existent. It was just like it's there to prove that I'm not cheating in the game. There was no like thought behind like chat interaction. It started to happen and to to varying degrees of effect, you know, like I didn't understand the viewer broadcaster relationship, which I don't really refer to myself as a broadcaster, but in the context of this, I will, yeah. uh, you know, the person streaming and the person viewing, I didn't understand that that could become some sort of a persistent relationship to right. where you start to make friends. And one of the guys that watched my stream back then is somebody who I still talk to now. He just, had a baby you know it's like you, you, you know you, uh, i'm i my age i've uh bridged generations of gamers to where i knew i know people uh i was older than them let's say i was like early 20s and they were like 16 17 and now they're like full-grown adults and i'm still playing games and, and they're still playing games to an extent but it's like it's kind of odd you know <laughs> that part's kind of We'll be playing games until we're, you know, <laughs> pooping in their beds. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We can get. I've, 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 I've broached that topic before about like the reasons why I still play. It's mostly like the camaraderie of like being with people playing multiplayer. I don't do a lot of single player anymore. But getting back to APB, you know, once once people started to chat and stuff, I was like, damn, I feel kind of obligated to like respond. I didn't have two monitors. I had to get like a laptop yeah, or something. Yeah. Uh, what did I even have? I had like a really crappy laptop. And then eventually I got like another monitor. I think I, got, I think I hooked up like a CRT as my second monitor or something. <laughs> it was really an odd situation. I mean, that's going way back. So whatever yeah. way it works, you know. There was, um, I just, I was super, uh, super competitive. I came from playing Counter-Strike into APB and that was like the game that I focused on and there wasn't really there was clans but there was never really an established competitive scene you mean like oh, yeah tournaments and whatnot no there was actually clan leaderboards for a while they took those away um you would get like monthly um rewards if you were like tops maybe even like daily rewards you get you would get like tops if you got like highest kd kills stuff like that that was that that was um yeah, it was ill-fated. That did not last very long. But, you know, I've been playing that game ever since, ever since, like, you know, it's been almost a decade. So, I mean, but that was my first, my first go at, at like, live streaming. I had been making YouTube videos and stuff. Really, they weren't YouTube videos, though. They were, like, just montage videos eventually ended up on YouTube. But, yeah. <laughs> but they, they were just, like, stuff from my Counter-Strike clan. So, it's weird coming from, like, a competitive game mindset to... A platform like what twitch became where it's more of this like community thing and it's it's strangers okay it's not like people you know 
it's people who fucking don't know you and they just show up and it's odd their reaction right. to you I, I didn't have a webcam for probably like a year or no this wasn't until like late 2012 early, early 2013 but yeah i mean my first go around on twitch and justin tv uh once i i, I got like i didn't I got like a pretty into some pretty deep drama in APB involving some people there, but it was very personal. And I, I really like before, even before that situation happened, I quit streaming because of APB and the community. I thought that the community was like super toxic. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't know of any other game that I would ever want to stream again. It was incredibly toxic. At the time, at the time, it was a big fucking deal. It was enough to make me, I thought I was done with APB forever, really. Yeah. I thought I was done with uh, Twitch forever. Um, Jesus, man. Yeah, no, really. This is early 2012. This is before I created uh, the channel that I have now. We're in Sherbet. Uh, But, you know, in the in the early spring and summer, a little thing like a little thing called uh Daisy mod started to infiltrate. Oh, there you go. Which, you know, and that's really kind of what brought me back and specifically, you know, wanting to uh, promote and build this gaming community with some mutual friends at the time. So that's, that's what got me. That's what got me the bridge from APB to Daisy mod and how you know me today. But those are two completely different worlds. Oh yeah, um, uh, a lot of lessons learned, especially those first couple of years. Trust me, I had a bunch of drama happen to me in APB because it sounds like oh, you yeah. and I were on different servers. So were you on Colby or I was? Yeah, I I was on the West Coast server. I don't remember what yeah, it was Colby, called. Colby, yeah, Colby and Joker. I was on Joker. Okay, I played I played both though. I played both too. Um, I, but played I was primarily the, Joker. Okay, yeah, Yeah. I was primarily West, you know, because like how the game worked was you could be, you know, an enforcer or criminal, basically. And uh, most people split them up between the two servers. And uh, my my Colby was uh, an enforcer. And actually, we were we were the top tier clan on that server. Um, Well, the reason I brought it up is because like one of my biggest regrets when it comes to gaming is that like when we were kind of dominating that entire server and we were like we have two crews that were just killing it like we were unstoppable and there was no one that could touch us and uh unfortunately it kind of sort of came together right at the end of before apb got sold you know okay Uh, so player accounts were starting to fall we were starting to lose players from our squad. You know, people were mm. sort of thinking, "Hey, let's move on to this. Let's move on to that." You can't just and you can't just plug players into a highly competitive clan. That's not you the type absolutely of deal. can't. Like you have to have the right people, and um, so it was starting to fall off. And I I co ran the clan with my my friend, and we were both kind of at the same time. Like, all right, like I think we're kind of done. And he's like, "Yeah, we're we're kind of done." And Literally that day, I got a message from this guy who represented EG Gaming, and he's like, hey, we'd like to sponsor you and uh, (laughs) your clan. And I'm like, well, okay, what does that involve? Like, what, you know, 
give me a little bit of detail. What what are we getting? And he's like, well, basically, we'll just give you game time and you can use our tag. You know, e.g. gaming, blah, Wait, blah, blah. This is an evil geniuses, is it? Yes, it is ev- evil what? geniuses. Yeah. Was, was this a scam or was it no, real? No, it was real. I looked what? it up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. How, how did you verify this? I checked. He gave me a link, like his email and all that, and I looked him up, and it was it was real. It was absolutely real. You it was were just the, promoting. You were just promoting their brand. Correct. Like there was no, there was no real top end competitive scene in the game. There was no, no. tournaments or anything they, like this, that. This was, so this was like speculative for them. They were like seeing if, from their perspective, they were like, "All right, let's pick the best clan that we can, and we'll just pay for the game time." That's what they offered us. We'll pay for your game time. Because at the time you had to pay, I don't know, I think oh, it was like I see nine what you're bucks. Yeah, like, you're right. Oh, oh, yeah, I see that. Like, Yeah, yeah. pay the month, monthly membership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but now you're a member of VG. And if I had done it... It seems like a shit deal, yeah. Well, it's, it wasn't a shit deal. Because in retrospect, if I had done it to this day, I could still use the EG tag. I would be EG valid point. Like I mean, oh my God. I you mean, lifetime, I, tag up lifetime though. Bro. I, I mean, dude, like, think about that. Eg mm. TSM, right? I mean, but, like, but they're like, what, what game did you play? APB. What's well, that? Well, who gives a shit? <laughs> like, you've got the tag. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Know? Yeah, no, I can I see mean, that. Yeah, all right, all right, I got. In retrospect, I was so upset at myself. I'm like, you idiot. Just say yes and take a month from them. <sighs> and now you've got EG for life. But I didn't EG do that. EG for life, though. Did they say EG for life? Well, I mean, I asked him, like, okay, like, we're not playing on a team or anything. Like, can I just use this? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Um, You'll be an EG player. I, I want that shit in writing, bro. Yeah, right? Yeah. But I totally fucked that up. I totally fucked that up, man. I oh, can't man. That doesn't even seem right. I can't even believe that. Well, it know. happens, man. Okay. It, it happens. Okay. And the, the real sad thing is I did it. I did it by myself. I should have talked to my partner because my oh. partner got so mad at me when he yeah. heard about it. He's like, what the fuck? And then, yeah, it was, oh, yeah this whole knockdown drag out mm. fight. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if you were forced to play APB from now. Let's just let's just take out the awkward part where like the the game was sold and it what didn't exist for like a year but let's just say <laughs> the game the game existed from now until then imagine being like forced to play apb for like 10 years straight <laughs> I'm, pretty uh, sure be, I'm pretty sure you'd be a different person <laughs> i'd blow my freaking brains out that's what i do i'll tell you that much yeah i'd, I'd grab anyway. the closest shotgun no i mean like that Man, game's fun um, and all but like yeah I mean, honestly, any game, 10 years in a row? Jeez. Yeah. Well, I played Counter-Strike for that long. True, before. but, like, you didn't, but like... there. There's enough um, variation in a game like that to where, as long as you can continue to do it at a high level, it doesn't get old. Because you have goals. You We played in competitive leagues, you know? It was about getting ready for the next season and, like, the preparation aspect of it, right? And, right. and doing doing well by your teammates and trying to make it to the playoffs and and winning and everything you know i was a support player i wasn't i wasn't anything special but you know what i was an important part of the team because i did things right you know i would i you know i would i would play clutch situations well and if i could make it that far anyway and i was good at throwing nades and stuff like that 
support players are the backbone of any any team like it, you have to have your support players so yeah yeah i was i was that guy but yeah i mean we all have those little regrets that's a funny like that's not that's not that's not something i, I would have expected out of apb uh, i know I, I was surprised too but whatever <laughs> i mean it EG, happened. you know eg for a time was was a de- kind of a defunct organization too they they really didn't have teams um consistently They've been a staple for a while, but around that time, no, I, I know, right. but but I mean, they, they they've they, they've kind of had a resurgence lately, but uh, yeah, I mean, I pretty much only follow Counter Strike, so everything else is like, yeah, I follow a whole lot of other esports. We kind of covered a lot of your history on Twitch and like the friendships and in in some of these experiences. You had your high points, and then you had sort of this like plateau, and you had some disappointments and really uh, and i'm wording in that way because i feel like you you wanted like this this armor 3 battle royale thing to last longer than it did right i kind of i kind of did like a quick scroll through your twitter and it seems like there was some stuff that that must have went down at a certain point because you see like the activity really like drop off and i couldn't find any there wasn't I didn't see like a stream highlight. I didn't I wasn't around that at that time. I didn't really see like what went on. Like, can you go into any further detail about like really what happened in your life that like obviously you said that you ended a relationship, you moved decided to move to California. Was there there's like more to that story that you want to tell? Uh I mean I uh, yeah, we might as well go through it. I ended a relationship. I decided I was going to go back to my hometown. I kind of wanted to just get away from not necessarily Twitch, but just uh, everything else. Um, I At the time, I was in school, and I dropped out, and I was like, I don't want to go back. And it, it was just more of like, uh, God, how do I put it? It just kind of stopped being fun, and there was like no real reason for it. I mean, I'm sure there is a real reason for it, but I'm pretty sure it's more of a me reason. I mean, uh, mm. I've I've suffered from depression my entire life, and sometimes I get these highs and lows, and I think I just hit a low, so I stopped and uh, I just went to work. And uh, right now, like for example, like I work. On average, probably around 50 hours a week, and that's sort of my life. And uh, mm. I, I would like to fully get back into Twitch to do sort of what I used to do, but that's going to take some time. And plus, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I told you this, but um, when I work 50 hours a week, um, I'm also engaged now. So, um, oh, yeah, dude. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. I didn't know that. Thank you. Um, wow, that's awesome, man. Great. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm going to get married in the next year and uh, I'm actually planning on moving back to Phoenix because I want to be closer to my family. So mm. I guess bottom line is uh, I probably never should have come back to California, to be honest. Uh, it hasn't been bad, but it hasn't really gotten me anywhere. I'm not particularly a fan of what i see when i'm here i mean and okay yeah it's, it's not your vibe uh, it's really not i mean i'm a really chill guy but like I, i'd rather be in phoenix to be honest like the people gotcha. are just nicer you know gotcha going to uh, you know from the time where you kind of had really ended streaming for, for for a considerable amount of time 
was it was it that you were kind of operating on this momentum and you had some setbacks and it it kind of put you in this like reflective state to where you're thinking about like what is what is worth my time and like some of the joy gets sucked out of it by this little thing called depression which by the way like you know it's 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 it is highs and lows it's just life that's that's what you experience and it just sucks that you know i'm sorry that you go through that it's just everyone's own unique unique way of dealing with shit you know so 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 was there was there kind of like a stop to that a positive momentum and and just you're just like i need to make a change honestly the stop to the positive momentum came the second i packed up my car and left phoenix like it i was uh i felt like sort of pushing towards partnership with twitch um but when you end a relationship that's uh kind of a very long time i dropped out of school i was just like you know when i'm getting the hell out of here i was just kind of mm -hmm. done with everything yeah uh, so it sort of brought that to a halt too and when i came out to california i gave it a couple of goes i tried to i tried to get it back going i tried to sort of pick up my pace yeah mm. uh and it just sort of but something it, was different well it just didn't feel right you know i right, mean yeah yeah and uh so it was hard for me to be myself and well, uh, you, well you changed man you changed your whole you uprooted yourself and moved yourself not across the country but you you definitely moved to a lot different environment something that you thought was the right decision at the time right and you thought well, I can maybe just pick up where I left off, but yeah, not exactly. Not exactly. At times I can be kind of arrogant. So I was at the time just like, oh, well, I'll just move over there and just pick it right back up and everything will be cool. And it just wasn't. I mean, I, I could feel it while I was streaming and, you know, I don't want to waste anyone's time. Like if I can't do what I want to do, then why do it? And mm. so Dude, I sort of stopped. I had no idea how how much we had in common in that way. I, I've heard so many of these things that you said, and I've thought those things myself. I've had those I've had those thought processes to where, and it's not about like metrics and stuff. It's just like if I'm not into it, how is anybody else going to be into it? You know, right? If I'm, not, exactly. if, I, if I'm not enjoying myself, who the fuck is going to want to watch me just sit here and go through the motions? You know. Well, the answer to that question is if they're going to freaking troll you, you know, just like <laughs> curse <laughs> at you and whatnot. Yeah, double, double down on the pain. Just troll me. Great. Uh, how about we have a <laughs> troll stream? Every time someone trolls me and I cry, I take a shot uh, of whiskey. <laughs> how about this one? Here's a story. Actually, let, let me tell the story. Let, let's finish this because I think it's important. Okay. So... There's a positive end to all of this because, well, you you're engaged now and you have plans and like, yeah, you're working 50 hours a week, but damn, haven't getting married in a year. That's something to fucking look forward to. I guess the positive thing to take out of this is that um, even if you're depressed, um, you can always seek help. Obviously, um, there are people out there that will help you, even if you have no friends or no family or anything. But I guess what I would take out of this is that if you sort of buckle down and, and do your thing and, and be who you are, and this sort of relates to streaming at the same time, if you do that, you're going to achieve your goal. Like, 
if you really decide to do it, you can do it. I mean, it's just that simple. Mm-hmm. Expectations are rough, though, man. Yeah, of course they are. Expectations are rough on yourself and on the results. If you can remove those and just and just just be, it doesn't take a whole lot to to have what you would call success. Success being, I would consider like the way I feel coming back to streaming now is just like people accept me. It is what it is, man. I am who I am. And it's not, it's not, it doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel, I have good and bad days. Everybody does, but yeah. it just, it, 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 it feels different now. It feels better. It doesn't feel like I'm pushing towards some, some unachievable goal. Right. Which, which it just creates stress. It just feels like I'm doing what I want to do. And if you create stress, you put pressure on yourself and like pressure yeah. will affect literally everything you do. And yeah. you, just, you can't do that. Like unless you you're a can't. good actor, unless you're a good actor, you can put on that happy face. I'm not uh, one of those people. Can't do no. that. Especially do that. when you're playing a really complicated game for crying out loud. It's like, yeah. no, just it's 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 not it's not even that. It's just like Okay, if I'm going to come into this and I'm going to be looking at my viewer numbers and I'm going to d- decide what how that um, affects like how I'm going to act. I've heard of um, there's a streamer that Adam um, knew pretty well, and there was a famous time where he was watching him, and the dude wasn't getting a lot of donations and stuff that day, and he told his chat, he's like, "Oh, it's a slow day. I'm not getting." much donations and subs so i'm just gonna shut it down you know he basically just came out and just said that it's like damn dude that is, like, that is cold that is Blooded. not how you do streaming like, <laughs> this is a guy uh, who did pri- he did primarily youtube but yeah he's like fuck this i'm out you know wow no i <laughs> mean a, you, you can't look at it that way you just can't yeah. like un- unless you're like one of the big streamers and even yeah. then like you never hear one of the big streamers go you guys aren't donating enough. Like that's bullshit. <laughs> like if you're one of those guys, nobody's going to want to watch you. Like you're, you're making yeah. it all about money and this yeah. is not about money. This is about having fun and creating communities. And like, this is stupid. Like why would, ugh, yeah. you're not going to pay your bills doing this unless you're really good. And, and to that end, I have a specific story that I mentioned earlier and boy, you know, I just don't, I don't like the name drop and this guy doesn't even exist online anymore. I'll tiptoe around it best I can. Uh, so this guy, he he was like a real, and if you know who it is, you can just be like, aha. Uh, this was back in just Arma 2 days, still in Arma 2 days. Uh, he was like a real life like pilot. He was like helicopter pilot. Um, and he played Arma. And I actually played with him a couple times on my stream back then. And he's like real alpha male type, you know, which is fine, you know. Um, but yeah, he was real tactical and really good at like just the, the basic um, game the, mechanics yeah the, the mechanics you know and he coming from a military background you know he really had that like disciplined thought process and a bigger streamer realized you know found him and kind of befriended him a little bit even did like a live stream where i think he was like on skype this is like back when it was like kind of weird to be doing this like mobile stream thing yeah. somehow they had it kind of rigged up to where they could like he like showed like where his some of the helicopters that he had flown and stuff like that. And, you know, he got a big viewer bump for a while because he was like pro 
kind of like pro pilot, you know, like really he was good at that like, level. Yeah. Yeah. He was good and he was good at the game too. Kind of, kind of an asshole to people sometimes, but it just kind of fed into the momentum that he had at the time. Well, he spent a ton of time over the summer streaming because he thought that his expectations were, well, this is going to be, I'm going to get partnered. This is going to be like a real legitimate, like I'm going to basically go, going into business with Twitch. I'm going to uh -huh. be a full-time streamer. This is happening. And it didn't happen for him. You know, yeah. he, had a, he had a viewer bump for a while, but people, it was a cross-pollination thing. People were coming from the bigger streamer to him, but really they weren't his viewers to begin with. Right, right. And he didn't, he didn't grow enough on his own. And this is where the story gets strange. So he started freaking out. He started really freaking out when his numbers went down. Uh -huh. And he, <laughs> one night, he just like completely cracked and... I think his chat was like quiet and he's like, you guys don't want to, I, I don't know what he said exactly. He said something to the extent of like, you guys don't want to watch me F it. You guys can just here, take this basically his, he had his webcam on and you could see like the RGB stuff from his case. Uh -huh. He turned on this like basically white noise slash like screeching, like feedback from his mic. And he just left his stream on like that. Okay. <laughs> it was just the, the weirdest temper tantrum like and and i i like contacted <laughs> one of the people that was um adjacent to the bigger streamer because i knew them and i was like hey you know this guy's freaking out over here you know is there a way you can do something you know can you do something here like can you get a hold of him or or whatever and didn't really and they, and they were just like how oh, i've seen people act like this before i don't really yeah you kind of just have to let them let him calm down or whatever but uh, and, uh, i don't know the guy the guy basically just kind of disappeared after a few like he actually came back and like streamed a little bit he reformed he like tried to give another go and then it was like oh he just it was just like a very like he had his quiet. momentum and then it was gone it was uh, gone and he yeah. just basically disappeared but i've never seen someone act so like violently to like them failing yeah that's uh that's, <sighs> that's a, a rough one, one. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah, the the mean, one the one that I remember from like that sort of era is like, and this is another thing that I got kind of dragged into. I like get online one day, and one of my Steam friends is like, "Valid, we need to talk." You know, da da da. da. I'm like, "All right, what's up?" We jump into chat. Ended up being a team speak for Battle Royale, and they're like, "Hey, there's this streamer." And we're pretty sure that he's cheating. Okay. Here's his, you know, this is the guy. And he ended up being one of my mods already. Like I knew who he was. And they're like, we want to know what you think. We want to know what you think. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll watch whatever you want me to watch, you know? So I watched it. They were totally right. Like, I mean, it, it was pretty clear that he was doing something that he shouldn't have been doing. Like, I don't know which hack he was using, but like, he was landing shots like crazy, blah, 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 blah. And I'm literally in TeamSpeak with like, call it like 10 or 12 of the top, you know, area for that particular game at the time. And everyone's saying it's bullshit, you know, and it's bullshit like it's true or it's bullshit like he's cheating, like he's cheating. OK, gotcha. OK, yeah. so everyone's in everyone's in agreement. Okay. Everyone in TeamSpeak was like, this is bullshit. And he got uh, temporarily banned for a little bit, and I removed him as one of my mods. And uh, 
this fight went on for like weeks to the point where like he decided he was going to put a camera behind him so you could see his monitor and Mm. you know it was kind of funny because his win percentage went way down when that happened of course yeah (laughs) and like he, he he had actually killed me in a couple of big games like really big games and i was like i didn't think he would have done it to begin with but in the end it was pretty clear that he did it and when mm. that many people who know the game are saying you're full of it you're probably full of it you know huh. so what's the end of that story like what happened the end of that story is he ultimately. got permanently banned okay yeah both from uh well i don't think he got banned from twitch but he got banned from arma 3 gotcha um and plus from the mod from the mod or, or, no, or did I, he get global banned? I think he got globally banned. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Nobody from that community interacts with him anymore. I don't even know if he streams. Like and nobody's gonna stick up for you in that situation. Yeah. Especially when you fucking lie about it, you know. You know, it, it was what it was. Like he, he got caught, and yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a different. It's a, it's a yeah. It's a different thing. Like you would still probably get banned, but at least people might have a little bit of respect for you if you just like own up to it and say, yeah, this is yeah, I did it. You know, right right Mm -hmm. and then you have the flip side of that coin i'll tell you one more story dan i know we're getting going kind of long here go ahead (laughs) i played this one game his name is web dork i was playing a game against web dork and uh i dropped and i landed in gurna it was kind of my go-to drop like it became my signature drop to the point where eventually i had to stop going there because people kept coming to try to kill me (laughs) no it was really annoying actually but anyway so i dropped to gurna i gear up i get into this fight and this guy comes in uh i hear him coming he's on a boat and he just happens to stop his boat right next to where i was and i sniped him from about five feet away and he lost it he literally lost it he started calling me a hacker he was saying i came out of the the rock (laughs) <laughs> and this, okay. this is a guy that's whitelisted by the way like, yeah. he has spectate so i blew him away and he could watch me for the rest of the game so for mm. the rest of the game he proceeded to watch me kill the shit out of everyone literally i had like six seven kills that game and like every time i killed someone oh this guy's this guy's hacking he's full of shit da, 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 da. he had no <laughs> idea who i was and it went on and on and on and eventually i won the game and then somebody finally told him dude he's streaming right now like go look and so he goes and like checks out my vod and then he apologized very profusely (laughs) he's like oh (laughs) just turns out you're pretty goddamn decent at the game i'm like yeah we all have our moments like (laughs) that sure i mean i I thought it was funny because i watched it back and he was really angry about it the whole time. And I'm just like, <laughs> dude, I just shot him. That's all. Like, come oh, on. Oh, yeah. I mean, playing you, a game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, things happen so fast in games like that, that uh, what what you perceived might not have been true. You got to like go check the tape, you know? If, exactly. If you, you're like, I, I hit him. And then you go back and look and your crosshair was off by just a little right, bit. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> You missed that yeah. shot. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, anyway, like uh, that's one of my favorite memories of streaming, actually. <laughs> Just getting berated by another streamer. <laughs> and, but there's a redemption aspect. Exactly. To it and, yeah. and, and respect to respect to him for, you know. Oh no, he was 
he was really sad about it. he was really unhappy about <laughs> it like right, we became friends after that actually oh, that's cool. yeah, yeah. I, and i met his uh his wife too actually yeah, this, yeah. okay now they're they're good people it was just kind <laughs> of messed one of those, up like <laughs> one of those moments that, that like you get you get a little bit heated because of yeah uh, you get too salty yeah, yeah it happens. everyone gets oh, salty. I, oh, I, I never get salty no, no way. Get salty. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so tell me a little bit about like what uh as we close things up here like mm. what what does the next year look uh like for you you're obviously going to be getting married are you thinking about you said you're thinking about kind of making a return to making content you know like streaming or whatever like is that something you feel is missing from your life do you want to get back to it like what do you what do you want to do well, I definitely miss streaming. I definitely want to return to it. I definitely miss the community. I miss my friends. Um, as far as the next year of my life goes, right now my focus is on moving back to Phoenix and getting married. I mean, those are the one, number one and two things that are going to happen in my life in the next year. And I would love to have coming back to streaming be number three in there, but it is number three. I mean, uh, plus my my fiance wants, and I do too. We want to hopefully make a little baby valid. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to be a nightmare. The world's ready for that. Bro. Yeah, the world is not ready for it. I promise you, it's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> you know, I can't disappoint her. So uh, that's going to be a thing. I don't know how soon that's going to happen exactly, but that's going to be a thing. Uh, but. You know, I I do want to come back to streaming. I would like to sort of reassert myself into the blacklist and into Twitch in general. And uh, it doesn't matter really what game it is. Like, uh, I had a whole lot of fun doing it. I met a whole lot of really good people, like, like just amazing people. And uh, I miss it. I really, really miss it. And mm. uh, it'd be good to reconnect with some of them. Well, you can make a plan to come back when you're ready. I think that, uh, you know, some of the people listening are probably, you know, looking forward to that return too. Um, like, what, like, what, what would you, what would you want to say to like friends that maybe you've not kept in touch with as much, or maybe those that, um, like just, just about like the history of, of what it is and the, and, uh, of, of, of like what those relationships were and like what, what your community meant to you. Um, I would say that, first of all, um, every one of you that I made my moderator and you stuck around and helped me out. Thank you so incredibly much. You have no idea how much you mean to every single streamer like you. You make our job so much easier. You really do. And we super duper appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Uh, as far as the ones that weren't mods, I miss you. I really do. I enjoy interacting with people and I'm just kind of the guy that can talk to anyone. And I mean, just that interaction alone was so much fun and I'm sorry that I don't get to have it anymore. I hope that we can do it again in the future. And I look forward to seeing you and spending time, hopefully pretty, pretty soon. Okay. But you know, that'll be in the next chapter of your life. Absolutely. Coming soon. So where can uh, where are these where can these people find you? Like, what's a good way to get in touch with you nowadays? Probably the easiest way is to find me on Twitter. It's uh, valid underscore underscore point uh, number one. That's 
probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. You can DM me there. You can also email me at valid underscore point 22 at gmail.com or you can just find me on Twitch sooner or later. You're going to run into me if, if you know who I am, like, um, just keep I'll, refreshing the page. Yeah, Eventually just, he'll be live guys. Yeah, Come just on. Look, look for the, the guy with the purple <laughs> name and who's making the dumb jokes, you know? Yeah. Hey man, this was, this was great. Kind of getting to know you a little bit squashing the beef which was really was just kind of like whatever it, it was still it was silly beef dan don't worry about it it was it yeah. was actually really great to to meet you and really break uh, it down with you yeah man we'll uh we'll chat again soon okay and maybe we'll play some games together here in the future absolutely bud sounds great thank you so All much right. thanks man Music in this episode is from the artist Data Rebel. Additional mixing, editing, and mastering help from my friend, Tipsy Jack. Coming up on the podcast, more conversations as we pick up momentum in the new year. I might even get to the point where I can give you teasers for the next episode. I never want to promise anything, but I can tell you this, the next couple of guests, I'm very excited. So keep listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. All relevant links on our website, pod.co slash emotive.